Welcome to This is Eric. And I'm Michael. And if you want to learn about the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brohood, gambling, movies, pop culture, archangels, magic, good food, business, health, family, and mediumship, smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, press the noti icon, and spread this video around like peanut butter and jelly. First thing I have to say is woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> Uh, we would like to welcome back Michael Sandler of Inspire Nation Show, available on YouTube and all ooh, other podcast ooh, platforms. Ooh. Michael has written a new book titled Awe, The Automatic Writing Experience. <laughs> welcome to the show, Michael. Well, thank you so much, Eric. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me here today. First things first, I have to know, how is your rooster? Uh, rooster is happy. Rooster is taking a nap right now. We're going to be going... Um, not on a tour. Last year, we went on a two-month RV, two-and-a-half-month RV tour with him. This year, we're going to be moving out of the desert Joshua tree into a, uh, a full-timing RV for a while as we explore around, uh, potentially do interviews on the road and figure out where we're going to be landing next. And so we are trying to, not trying to, we are manifesting, making this a, roo uh, a rooster, um, a tamer rooster experience on the road. There, that's the best way to put it. Now, has the rooster given you what you're looking for? Given us, well, we had no intention or no, there wasn't anything we were looking for in having a rooster. He's a rescue. Um, right. With that said, he has he has needs and opinions and things that he would like. And, and we've had right. several animal communicators on the show who have each talked about how Ruru feels he's the star and how Ruru needs his own show and how it's all about Ruru, and 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 he's right. We met with a uh, we met a, a person on the trail hiking a couple weeks ago, who uh, does portraits for the stars, and says I need to do a portrait of Ruru. So Ruru has starhood, and Amazing. so we're we're figuring out how you how you balance that with. Um, and he's grown a lot since you've last seen him. He is the most magnificent king rooster you will ever see in your life, and he really? just turned one. And he's still growing for probably another six months. Sorry. This is a big boy who's opinionated and loves, loves the public, loves attention. I cannot be, we go on hikes or just on a walk. And I've, I'm not at this point a Hollywood A-lister, but I can't imagine a Hollywood A-lister gets stopped any more than we do. Every right. single person that passes grabs us and says, can I get your photograph? Can I With get your photograph? Amazing. And, and he lives for it. You have to like, make, oh, this is my better side. <laughs> do you, did you make a TikTok uh, profile for Ruru? You know, that's, we do have a Instagram, um, which is at Ruru the rooster. We haven't done TikTok yet. So maybe that would be good. Maybe TikTok is where the action is at for Ruru. hundred uh, percent. TikTokers and the viewers on TikTok have a very soft spot for animals. And I think with your, with your um, personality, uh, with your personality, and you're giving the play-by-play -play of Ruru, I think that it, it would blow up on TikTok. Do do we need? Because I am. How should we put this? I don't know all the bells and whistles of TikTok. Just yet. talk. Just, just be you, Michael. Just be you, Michael. Michael. You. Hearts and bubbles. Everyone, and listen to me. Everyone is on TikTok. The world is on TikTok. Your personality will take over and there's a ton of law of attraction i have guys. a i have one post uh, I, I have a, a bunch of successful posts but my most successful post was i was talking about my blind uncle 
and what it, what it's like to be blind. It got 2.6 million views. And that's a one minuter is what you're recording? 30 yeah, seconds. That, it was, that, that, that was about 45 seconds. Now, last, last question that I have, because yeah. whatever you guys say, I do. I hope you know that. Yes. Literally, you tell me to do things and gonna I We're going to get into that. We're going to get into We're going to get into all that. So um, right now I have a TikTok, like an Inspire Nation TikTok account. Should this be a separate Ruru the Rooster account? It's your call. I, I think you should keep it all. It's your call. I think I think Ruru, I think you're gonna you're gonna learn how TikTok works on Ruru, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, this is what I should be doing for Inspire Nation. Okay. But keep it at the one account. I don't know. I think you have to play with it. I don't it. know. I, think, I, I, first I, of all, everyone, I don't know. Every video for a dog, a cat, or a pig on TikTok, I haven't seen one rooster yet. Yeah. But every every animal for a TikTok, they're getting millions millions well, of millions views. of views so here's the thing so i went on on the this mountain it's the steepest i think it's the steepest from tip to tail uh run in the u.s it's called from cactus to clouds it's an eleven thousand foot high trail and i just did the start of it the first few miles i do it once a week now down in palm springs and i literally run with ruru in my arms run and so he is now officially the world's first and only trail running rooster. Yes. <laughs> that should be your you. first TikTok just with you with the camera or some type of GoPro or something. Just you running and talking with Ruru. With this rooster. I have yet to figure out a good solution for the um, – I love geeking out on the logistics – for <laughs> a um, – what do you call it? Selfie stick yeah. while holding a rooster. I'm that, sure they make contraptions that like attach onto your body and they'll be like, you know, like that just Amazon has everything. You do realize so, we're recording. Like this is like this is a oh, conversation oh, no, no, we would I, have. We would I, have this know, conversation like recording. without recording. And like this is what I love about Michael is that like we could talk about roosters, we could talk about TikTok, we could talk about running and it's like this is and I, we still haven't met face to face, which I want to talk to you about that. That has got to happen. So so let me let me give for the the audience yeah. who's actually listening here. I, I am an angel channeling uh, number one spiritual self-help podcast in the world, uh, former barefoot runner, pro athlete, uh, this, that, and the other thing, who just so happens to have been gifted with a rooster by the universe, who we know we take good care of him and he brings us millions and we're not doing it for that. That's just what happens. That's, that's, that, but that's what the universe does. That's, it brings you the things. universe. Right. You know, well, in we, its own uh, way. Speaking of archangels, I want to, I want to transition into that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, at the beginning of our archangel journey, which we started in June, 2020, uh, in, in June, 2020, myself, my mom and Michael, we all said we want to be the biggest and best limousine service in the world. Yeah. Things have a strange way of working out. This and we've crazy. got word through industry channels, and I don't want to reveal who, uh, uh, but we are the biggest. In the we, world right we, now. We, we, are, we are the biggest in the world right now. And it's it's peculiar circum circumstances. But nonetheless, the angels answered. Well, you pivoted. Let's give credit where credit is due. So certainly, I'm sure you asked. I'm sure you prayed. I'm sure you did your angel magic work. But you also... You also um, Particularly, I believe in your industry. I don't know why, but it's just an intuitive feeling that people hold on to the way things are. It is the 100%. way that it is. And and 100%. you said, <laughs> screw that noise, excuse me. You said, what's a different way? How can we help our clients? What do they freaking need right now? And you completely changed your business model. 100%. I know you did. 
Yep. You went down almost to zero. You rebuilt something new as if like us, we are out in the desert, which is a giant etch-a-sketch. That's really right. what the desert is. You went to the desert because yep. you were brought to your knees in the desert and you didn't try to hold on to the old. You went for something new. What you nailed it. What is the difference between Colorado and where you are right now? And I, I can mention that you're in Joshua Tree, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What, why did you choose Joshua Tree, and what what has it what has it provided for you emotionally, spiritually? We didn't choose Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree was gifted to us out of uh, awe, our automatic writing experience, uh, out of having a rooster. So basically, here's 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 the five-minute lowdown. I can't do it in 30 seconds. We're in Colorado. We have a, a massive wildfire has just started eight miles from the house. A year and a half before that, we had a, mile, a wildfire make it, I think it was a mile from the house. Um, and um, both of them became the critical number one wildfire at the time in the country. So this was a big deal. My wife, uh, Jessica Lee, she is very sensitive to smoke. She's had autoimmune challenges before and has chemical sensitivity. And so she's getting sick. She's going down. At the same time, we were in negotiations for purchasing this beautiful property, which we ended up finding out it's got a whole bunch of challenges with it. Right. And so we decide we're not going to purchase this property. It's a rent. We can still rent it. Not a problem because we were renting this property. We'd been renting it for years and it was COVID. So everything had gone quiet. However, just at the time the fires hit, uh, people were feeling COVID was easing back in Colorado. And all of a sudden we had in our contract, we would allow house showings. And we had one week, a 10 house showing week of people coming in, our business stopping, grinding to a halt, and people trying to, wanting to buy the house, just fine, so be it. But we couldn't run our business. Jessica smoked out and sick. We've got a rooster who just appeared on the first day of the fire, who I'm now camped out outside with the rooster. Right. Um, and um, we were renting an RV, what was supposed to be a two month vacation, right? which turned into us leaving, never to return, going on the road and going each day into our automatic writing, this channeling process and go, where do we go? What do we do? And we ended up getting smoked out. We, we were guided to Montana and Wyoming. You couldn't see the mountains. You couldn't see the hills. We were smoked out. We ended up diving south and we got to Sedona, which is Jessica's heaven on earth. Right. And instead it was overrun with people. It wasn't the experience she had had before. And she's going, where do we go? Mm-hmm. And what she got is go to Palm Springs. Actually, she got first go to Las Vegas, which made no sense to us because we're very quiet mountain people. Right. Mm -hmm. We got right. go to Las Vegas. And then in Las Vegas, something didn't feel like a fit because this is the thing about spirit. Spirit doesn't give you all the answers at once. In my opinion, spirit wants you to learn to grow, evolve. It's consciousness. Right. And so we got go to Nevada. And then she got in her automatic writing, go to Palm Springs. And I got go west, young man. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait a second. I'm like, Nevada, first off, I never wanted to be in Sedona. Jessica did. And so I said, I'm open. Then it was Las Vegas. And I said, I'm open. Right. And now I had been kicked out of California, numerous attempts of trying to move there. And it said, go to California, go west, young man. And so we got ourselves to Palm Springs. Right. And in Palm Springs, we were embraced by this RV community. It's a thousand RVs. We had a plot. 
uh, we had, it, it was, it was Nirvana. It was people of all ages, although, although quite a few retirees and they wanted us on their pickleball teams and, and they're <laughs> absolutely in, in love with Rue, in love with him. Sure. Couldn't, couldn't enjoy him enough until one evening, a, a woman comes by with her golf cart and she goes, Oh, Hey Rue, have a beautiful evening Rue. And another person drives by with her golf cart, uh, kind of an older, stodgy old man. And this woman's going, hey, Rue. And, and she goes, hey, look, it's Rue. And this guy goes, don't get me started. And the next morning, we got the phone call and we were kicked out. Oh, my God. And, and they said, agricultural animals are not allowed. Huh. And they said, you're out of here. And wow. we're stunned. We're bewildered. We had just actually rented a double RV. It had been this miracle situation to where we had two RVs, the use of two RVs for free to get everything from Colorado to Palm Springs. And we were going to record a trailer. Uh, actually, we were going to record a, um, not a trailer. What do you call it? A pilot for a TV show. And all this stuff was laid out and now everything had blown up. And we went into automatic writing and we're like, what do we do? And I got move slowly, listen, and be open. And I called up somebody who was a uh, former coaching client in the area. And she said, have you considered the high desert of Joshua Tree? Wow. Well, tell us about it. Mm -hmm. She knew someone who knew someone who knew someone four degrees of separation away. Mm -hmm. And we're in a mini retreat center here. Mm -hmm. We've got a main house. We've got a guest house. It is... It wiped the slate clean on so many levels for us. It allowed us to open up on so many levels. Our income has doubled, doubled, uh, if not more, since the time we've been here. We had somebody digging a backhoe beneath this place. And I'll explain what the area is like. He was digging with a backhoe for a septic system a few months back. And he came to us and he goes, I'm, I'm literally praying that I can get this job done. Because in all my years, 28 years of digging, I've never hit granite like this. Right. We are on, we are in the desert where there's no grass. There's very little vegetation. There are these giant, funny looking Joshua trees that look like something out of a Dr. Seuss novel or a Dr. Seuss. Uh, we love, we love the high desert. We love the high desert. We've been to Palm Springs. We've been to Joshua Tree. Eric and I, like we're on Long Island now. My allergies are killing me. You know, I, we love the desert, but please continue. <laughs> so, so, so. It, it, when you walk down the street and you go to a neighborhood, we're, we're out where there's very few houses around. The best way to put it is it, it looks like Armageddon has just taken place yes. because everything is burned out and dry except for a few cactus. There's no lawn. People have yards with no lawns. Yep. Um, but there's such a sense of peace, of tranquility, at least when the wind's not blowing, which it does blow quite a bit here. And being on this bedrock that it seems like all good things can come out of this place. It is so grounded, such a powerful sense of um, support beneath us. And that is why we were brought here to look at different ways of doing things, to establish things at a higher level and not to live here permanently. By June, it's going to be, I think, 108 or 109 degrees average daily. Um, That's my, I love that. I, I love that. I love wrong. that. I mean, it's 24 degrees in New York today, so yeah, pretty brutal here. So, so go ahead, please. Continue. I want to hear this. I love this. It, it, it's, it's exactly the opposite. We consider ourselves mountain ocean people. Right. We bounce back and forth between Colorado, Maui, between Colorado and the Outer Banks. Um, and so it is very different and it has required a level of letting go, letting go of what we thought we needed, of what we thought was important. Now, Jessica, 
inside the house, it makes her heart sing. And she's taken to painting. She's taken to doing her art again. Outside of the heart in a house, it actually crashes her heart. It does. Palm Springs feels very good up here in the high desert um, because we're told we're not cold, windy people. And it, it is warming up now, but it has actually been very cold. And the average wind is like 20, 30 miles an hour or more. Um, many days where it's been up to hurricane force winds, and there's just sand blowing around. It's like out of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, right. And so she took a little mini vacation a few weeks back to San Diego to reset. And I knew what would happen when she came back. I knew it. I planned on it. I banked on it. There was nothing I could do about it. I'd been talking about moving to Montana, going to the mountains again. And um, she wants San Diego. She wants water. So uh, she'd rather be closer to family. So she's thinking um, somewhere from New England down through Florida. Actually, Florida is a leading contender right now. East Coast. East Coast. Because family is East Coast. Her dad's now turned 80. My dad has turned 80. And she's like, for this last segment of their lives, you want to be, let's there. be closer to them. Are they northeast or they're more southeast? Uh, both. Your dad. So, so okay. my parents are on the New Hampshire border of Massachusetts in the summertime, right? And then they're in Florida in the winter. Her parents are in New Jersey um, oh, year round. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh, a lot of people I know are moving to uh, to the Tampa area. That That's, is specifically one of the two places is Tampa and the other place is St. Augustine. My guess is it's going to be Tampa. Now it is going back. We're talking about spirit. We're talking about communicating with angels. We're talking about everything in our lives being gifts and driving us in directions that we don't expect. I mean, you, you can't imagine the heartache, the heartbreak of finding community and then being kicked out of it. Sure. Right. Um, really, really hurt. But Ruru is a guide. He's an angel in disguise. It's not easy. Right. Having a rooster is like the opposite of easiness that you can do. With that said, not every town will allow a rooster. And so in Tampa, St. Pete itself, you can't have a rooster outside and in an agricultural land, you can. So we get to manifest through the angels, the right place for us close to the water, probably with a, uh, a lake that we're literally on so we can be paddling daily. I can go swim in the ocean. We get to manifest this place that is ruru safe and is a great place for us as well. It's incredible. You mentioned angels. Where are you at? Because our, the last conversation that I had with you, you were just kind of um, saying, you know, I asked the angels just all day for everything. Has that changed how you ask angels or is it do is it through awe is it like 72 angels of magic like what what uh what's your strategy with that now completely changed and the same what do i mean by that i still do i automatic writing each and every day but what the angels through automatic writing have told me is it's no longer acceptable for you to do one time a day they've said this for years now i'm actually listening so i'm diving into automatic writing two three times a day So that's one piece of the puzzle. And and we'll talk about the tools first, and then we'll talk about what's happened to me. So one is an automatic writing, of which we, for people listening, we have a book, we have a program, automaticwriting.com. But yeah, and and, uh, Michael's holding up the book right here, which is the number one new angels and spirit guides book in the world. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's it's growing. Our publisher thinks our publisher thinks very differently. They think your book comes out, it's a one-time hit, and then it starts to fade away. Ours is a locomotive. And it just keeps growing 
and growing and growing. Did you, it's a did you think that, that you would like have anything different though? Like, no, but, no, 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 no. I, I, I actually expect even better numbers. My yeah, ego gets right. a little ruffled feathers going, yeah. you know, why, why isn't it, you know, it's, it's in the top 10,000 books, usually around uh, five or 6,000, which is massive and awesome. Um, but I'm like, why aren't we in the top thousand yet? But it's coming. Of course. It's it all is. coming. Explain automatic writing. So uh, automatic writing. And, and then I want to talk about the transformation that's yes. taken place in me because yeah, it's yeah. radical since we last spoke. Automatic writing at its essence is plugging into the small, still voice inside of us that we all hear, whether it's coming from angels, whether it's coming from guides, whether it's coming from our inner wisdom. Hey, a process, about a 10-minute process that gets you into a different brainwave state. We'll call it a theta brainwave state. You put pen to paper and literally start writing and what comes out is not from you. It's from your higher self. It's from your angels. It's from your guides. It could be coming from God. It can be from loved ones who've passed on. So, so do you ask for it? Or you just kind of like, I don't, I don't understand. Explain right. to me like I'm five. All right. You go, you do a very brief, we'll call it meditation. For those who are scared of meditation, we'll call it a breathing exercise. Then you write out one prayer, then you write out a second prayer, and then you ask, what do I need to know today? And a particular angel or guide may step forward and say, usually to me, this is how it starts. It's okay, dear one. They want to calm me down each day because we're, we're seven day a week full on. It's okay. You are loved. Everything is good. What I want you to focus on today, dear one, is how much sweetness you can bring to your day. I know you have an interview coming up later. It's going to go even better than expected. I know that you get to work on this RV uh, situation that you want to work on. We're taking care of you. But your theme is how can you embody the sweetness? That's where you get to go. And then I might say something like, I'm feeling... Um, a concern for Wednesday's Neville Goddard class. And Neville Goddard may step forward and say, I am here, Michael. I am ready to talk. I want you to read chapters seven and eight of Resurrection, and we will talk tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow morning, this is literally today, tomorrow morning, I will go into my automatic writing and I will say, good morning, Neville Goddard. And I'll say, good morning, Michael. I'm ready. Let's talk. And I have been teaching now. Last month, I channeled uh, Napoleon Hill out of automatic writing. Really? I was watch yeah, I was watching this. I and and, and it's it yeah. beyond dumbfounding because I'd never done anything like this in my life. And so I taught an updated version of Think and Grow Rich based on where we are energetically today, based on where we are with the technology today, based on where we are with the new understanding of quantum science today. Right. So in essence, I went and channeled, wrote, to and through and from Neville God, uh, Napoleon Hill last month. And then I embody that. So it's my teachings at this point. And I go and I teach. And now this month is Neville Goddard. And then next month will be Florence Scoville Shin. But you can go in. Like I taught a class a few weeks ago and because I do YouTube lives and these other events. And I thought it was going to be a class on, on angels one night that I was teaching. And I went into my automatic writing in the morning. And for some reason, I was called on. I just felt this pull to reach out to a pet of ours who passed away two years ago, a little vole of all things, a rescued vole from the trails. And so I wrote to his, his full name is Mole Nacho. Uh, and so, or Nacho Mole. And so I, I wrote to Mole 
And he said, Daddy, I'm so glad you joined me. Today's talk is not what you think. Daddy, what we're really talking about when you manifest isn't think and grow rich. It's play and grow rich or play and be rich. And gave me the quarter of a book, just downloaded it with me, just my fingers flying because I, I can't keep up with a pen. So I'm, I'm there on the keyboard, almost like spark coming off of the fingers and gave me this whole teaching and beyond all coming out of automatic writing. So you can- Napo Hold on, Eric. Napo Napo yes, you can type it. Napoleon Hill said this is a mastermind group. You're creating a mastermind group when you're channeling Neville Goddard and you're channeling Napoleon Hill. How do you know the difference, what you're saying and what they're saying? It's very clear. I don't know the topic or techniques or the things that they're giving me in advance. I see. They're not coming from me. Now, I will riff with them, but I don't know. So, so, and they'll use my language because I, I talk about... Um, well, it's interesting. So let's let's go to a Napoleon Hill concept real fast. Right. Napoleon Hill in your subconscious talks about deceiving the subconscious. That what you do is 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 in essence the 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 old school Tony Robbins way. I don't know that if he said it in twenty or thirty years, fake it till you make it. Yeah. And that was Napoleon Hill in the nineteen thirties. And he goes, Mister Sandler, Michael Sandler, that's not the case anymore. He goes, I know that you talk about an infinitude of possibilities, an infinitude of doors. And he goes, well, what quantum science has shown is that all futures are real at this point. We don't need to deceive ourselves to get the subconscious to believe something. What we get to do is get to the resonant frequency of it already existing. And, it pop, and that becomes the key that pops open the door that you choose. Right. And on and on he went. Really? So he modernized it. And it's clear, it's clearly using a lot of the language that I talk about, but it ain't coming from me because it's not a technique that I had described up until that point. Is right. it a different, is it a different feeling in your head? Like is, does it, or is it, is it, it, does it sound like your inner dialogue? Well, it's neither. Um, it's coming out on the pen and I can sort of hear it. So it's interesting you say inner dialogue, but it's not coming from the thinking mind that the, there is, um, we talk about it in our book, uh, the brain research, there's brain research on automatic writing. And the part of the brain responsible for writing is called the frontal lobe. Mm -hmm. And with spec, spans done, spec scans done by Dr. Andrew Newberg, a leading uh, brain scientist, neuroscientist studying the brain and meditation, the brain and enlightenment and the brain and automatic writing, the frontal lobe dials down. So your thinking mind basically goes offline. Your ability to write from the thinking mind is gone. It's shot. At the same time, the parietal lobe, the part of the brain responsible for self-identification, I, me, my, that dials down as well. You get into more of an enlightened state, and I'll use that term loosely, where we're in a state of oneness, a state of we-ness. And that's the state from which you're writing. And so all these conversations are taking, a, taking place without the conscious mind being very actively involved. Now, certainly... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Th this is this is like what mediumship is, Michael. Yes. Our our mother, our mother's a medium. She she has a website. She she's Lady Phyllis. And when I say to her, like, Mom, like, what do you? How did you? Ju we do live readings with her once a month on our on our podcast. How did you know that? She goes, it's like a train, right? And your thoughts are coming at you like a train, and in between your thoughts, mm -hmm. there is a separation mm -hmm. uh, between the cable cars. And in that separation, you're getting an image that's not your image. And if, so, yeah, I've got ooga booga. I've got goosebumps here. Last night, they challenged me to teach channeling 101. Right. And I'm going, who am I to channel? And they're like, 
you wrote the book. Right. Exactly. Okay. And, and what they are talking about is, and now it's starting to come, just like you're saying, Michael, is now a lot of it is coming in images. It, it was yeah. before just coming in the word, and now it's coming in images because yeah. they're taking it to a new level. And this, this Eric, is, is going to dive into the transformation that's taken place in me since I've gotten to the desert is radical. And so um, they gave me an image last night of an artery um, filled with gunk. And then of an OxyClean, like the commercial, of these little Oxy bubbles going in and cleaning it out. They said, in order to channel, you have to clear the channel. Mm -hmm. Make space between the cars is what you're saying, Michael. And then they can get through. Yes. Yes. And you can't, because I did the same course as my mom and I went about halfway through and I couldn't get that. I wasn't ready for it yet. I read your book and you know me with writing. I mean, this is, this is this is just the start this need you need more like this was an amazing book um the ideas uh what i what what eric what eric was at we were talking about this before eric's like it's like journaling because we journal and i said it's it's not journaling it's not it's kind of like what mom's so what's doing the so what's right. the difference between automatic writing and journaling Journaling, very, very simple to tell the difference right. journaling is the first person i me my here's what's going on in my life right and automatic writing is a second person experience. You are this, you are that. It's okay, dear one. It's coming from something inside or outside of yourself, but from an objective perspective that is not you. So right. you're no longer describing your life circumstance. It's being described to you from a higher level. And the difference, first off, you'll see it in the words. You'll see it right away. When somebody starts, whether it's day number one or a month, wherever they are in the process, they'll get little snippets. It's okay. It's all right. You are loved. Mm -hmm. And it has a different tenor or feeling to it. So there is a lightness to it where there's a heaviness in journaling. Journaling is often a lot of times an ego dump. Here's what's yes. going on. Here's what I'm worried about. Here's what I'm concerned about, which does help us. It has tremendous value. I don't want to take away from it at all. But when you compare the energy, and this is all about energy, and that's not, that's the piece, if we call it a missing element, my development has taken place on an energetic perspective since I wrote the book. The book is, is a channeling, meaning there is an energy, there is a frequency, there's an attunement to reading the book. But now I understand that automatic writing is putting you in a higher level energetic state. You're playing and swimming with the angels. And each time you play and swim with the angels, you feel a little lighter, a little bit lighter, and a little bit lighter still. And when you compare the writing of journaling versus the writing of automatic writing, there's a heaviness to one, there's a lightness to the other that is right. unmistakable. You had um, a recent, uh, I call it a solo podcast. Like you weren't interviewing anyone, but you had a, it was a live stream. Yeah was one of your, if not the best one. I downloaded it. I listened to every second of it. It was I wonder one which that, one this was, because this is this is a learning. No, this is incredible. It was amazing. It was the one where you're talking about your angels, about connecting with angels. You know, Eric and I are on this journey and everything. And you said that angels, and I couldn't put this into words, Michael. I couldn't, our lives have shifted unbelievably since we started working with angels. Yeah. But you said they come to you with the three S's. And I was like, ah, this is it. I just discovered it. This is, this is why I love Michael. Symbols, signs, mm -hmm. and synchronicities. Yeah. The angels don't come down and they'll go, here's your million dollars. Congratulations, you did it. No, they come with signs, symbols, and synchronicities. Explain that. Did I just put you on the spot? I didn't mean to. No, no. I, I'm, I'm going to Carl Jung. 
Yeah. The dream world is the waking world. The waking world is the dream world. Everything is always here. It is always presented. It is always before us. But in the past, we couldn't see these things. We were too, too asleep. We we're too unaware. And so now when we call on the angels and we realize to look for it, they're speaking to us in a more abstract term. Actually, once you develop that channel, they'll speak to you in words. Now we're, we're, we're like right. having these, these amazing conversations. But in the beginning, they're going to grab their attention any way they can. And so, you know, you're going to ask, you know, do I continue on this hike? And you're not going to hear this. No. <laughs> exactly. All of a sudden, <laughs> this giant gust or your shoelace snaps or you trip. They're getting your attention. Yes. Am I in alignment? And I look at the clock right now and it says 1010, repeating digits. Right. Yes, I'm in alignment. I'm exactly, thank you, angels. That was cool. I didn't plan that. Right. Exactly as it's supposed to be. That's how they start to present themselves, just like dream interpretation. That's why I went to Carl Jung. The dream world is the waking world. We first play at the level of dream interpretation. Then you find your tool. And I'm extremely biased towards automatic writing as a starting place because now we can have a conversation. Cards are great. Things like that are great for pulling. But this is a tool where you actually get language coming from so them. You're having a, you're literally having a conversation yeah. with them. Oh, absolutely. With whomever, whether it be an angel or a guide or a loved absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. As much as I can, as much as I can remember to come back to it. Why isn't this more mainstream? Why isn't well, that's like, what Michael's trying to do? That's Michael's what I'm trying to do, to but it was yeah. it, Eric in the mid 1800s. Automatic writing was huge in the really? spiritualism movement, it yeah. was incredibly big. However, spiritualism morphed because it was actually a mainstream um, psychological tool back then for rewiring the subconscious, is getting at rooting out what's going on inside of people. And there's a brilliant book on automatic writing from 1920 mm -hmm. from a psychologist talking about how she was trying to bring it back. The movement got hijacked, you could say, by people who just, I'll put that in quotes, wanted to communicate with the dead, which it's an incredible tool for. But they forgot about, hey, this is actually a guide for living as well. Right. And that's where I'm at because it took my life, which had completely imploded. And the show started and our business took off and our classes and our masterminds and everything, everything good has come out of this, everything. And it develops that connection where we can't necessarily all be your mom, where we have that level of connection because not everybody will be in the Michael Jordan of channeling. Right. However, with that said, it's a practice. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? The more that you do it, the better you get for myself. I had nothing to do with this. I didn't channel. I didn't do angels. I didn't do any of this stuff. And then I started doing automatic writing a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more to where now I can, I can talk. I can converse with the angels. I can get guidance. I can get downloads. I can teach classes. I can go, well, today's Monday, tomorrow. Perfect. I have a mastermind tomorrow night. And then I have the mastery circle on Wednesday, which is the Neville Goddard thing. So tomorrow morning, I can go into my automatic writing and say, what am I teaching tonight? 
and I will get a full outline with all details, everything, subsections and everything laid out. The and, and I'll speak with Neville tomorrow morning because I don't like waiting to the last minute because the big class is the Wednesday class now with Neville. And I'm going to go, what am I teaching on Wednesday? And he'll lay everything out. And then he'll probably pile more on me Wednesday and then more Wednesday night. Although that was more, Napoleon Hill would just pile more and more and more. Neville does things a little differently. Neville, what he does is I open the channel, I do the reading that he asked me to, I then speak with him about it. And then he will come up in all of my coaching tomorrow. He will come up in my class tomorrow night. He will come up again Wednesday morning because I've now put the foot in the door. The door is open. And so the words will flow. And that's a big bit of what automatic writing is. It is getting in the resonant frequency with your angels and guides. And as you do that, your frequency comes up, the handshake that connection locks in place, neurons that fire together, wire together, meaning that you actually develop a neurological connection. Can you can you do this on behalf of other people? So in other words, can you help somebody um, who let's say, I don't want to do this. You do it for me. The only limits is a brilliant question. The only limits are what I have practiced so far. So, um, getting me to channel Neville and, and channel Napoleon Hill was a big leap for me. I do that now. When I coach, I'm plugged into their angels and guides to give guidance. Mm -hmm. When somebody calls in and has a question, I'm plugged in. But at this point, probably because I haven't practiced with it, I can't say, I see your grandmother. She's saying to check your top left right. cabinet for a watch. Ain't my bag baby yet, but mm -hmm. I am changing so rapidly. Michael, I want all bets I, are off. This is you, Eric, you can keep this recording or not. I want you to talk to my mom because she will, uh, she will get you to that mediumship level. My mom was not a medium before she took this course and she started channeling spirit. You can do this. You 100%. You, you, you have to, this is, I'm going to set you up after the show because Thank like, you. Yeah, I mean, you you're you're ninety nine percent there. You just got to go over the one percent and go. I don't need to write anything now. I just need to listen. Mm -hmm. And it's it, literally like on the previous shows. She'll just sit there and listen and go. Did your uncle wear overalls? And the person's like, yes, yes, that was my uncle Clem or whatever the case. But you're you're there, dude. I mean, you can you if you're channeling the greats of the past, you're you're going to be able to channel someone's grandmother. It's you know it's not it's not even a well, question. Well, yeah. I mean, not only that. So, like, I'm having circulation issues with my feet, and so would I use um, automatic writing and say, "What should I do about my feet?" And oh, literally, yeah. and then oh, they would just yeah. they would just answer. The answers are so you can literally get an answer to anything in the world. Yes, it's amazing. And do you Amazing. think that's why your 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 business doubled, your revenues doubled because of all of that? Well, okay. So there's this spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Neville. There's the spiritual realm and the natural realm. Here we go. And and the natural realm or the natural state, not to be confused with nature, but a natural state is a state of the objective mind, of linear thinking, of this tool happened and therefore you get that result. That is the natural state. However, all creativity comes from the spiritual state. Yeah. That's where electron changes state without you knowing why or how it just happens. 
The more that we play in that state of a belief and knowing in that future, the more it appears. And well, Neville would said, the details have none of your business. Your business took off, but the details in a sense, as weird as it sounds, because you guys want your hand on the stick, is none of your business. Mm -hmm. How it has happened, therefore, is not specifically because I've gone into automatic writing more or because I've taught these classes. It's because the more that I have played in the state, the more my frequency has changed, the more I have gotten to a higher frequency to hold the space of a bigger business, to hold the space, which you guys have done as well, uh, of, of this higher level game. So it's an energetic game that's being played rather than a detail-oriented game. And then the details are taking care of themselves. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. What was the first, how did you discover automatic writing? How did, so, how did it land in your lap? It landed in my lap after near-death experience number two. Near-death experience number two had me on the island of Maui, a mess, uh, really, really struggling. And I don't even remember how I ended up at this um, this gentleman's, um, he was visiting Maui from Australia. This gentleman who's, he wouldn't call himself so much a healer as much as a light worker of sorts. He had these tools with light uh, that help people to heal. And he plugged me into this device which could measure my biological age versus um, my um, current state age or something like that, looking at Chinese meridians and stuff. Long and short of it, he said I was a mess and he worked to help me. But his partner was teaching a class on communicating with the Akashic Masters. And it's interesting. The reason I'm I'm going from one dot to the next to the next is you never know how these things are going to come about. 100%. You never know. Had I not had the near-death experience, I wouldn't have met with him. I wouldn't have met with her. I wouldn't have taken a class on channeling the Akashic Masters, of which they taught a version of automatic writing. And on the last day of class, I got to write out all this cool stuff from the Akashic Masters. And they told me I would be a teacher, I'd be a leader, I'd be a visionary, I'd speak before over on the mountaintop before millions of people and all this greatness that I had inside of me. And then I had to read it back to the class. Mm -hmm. No good. My ego thought that I had been stealing the show. I was grandstanding, I was lying, I was making this stuff up and I was shattered and furious so embarrassed, public shame, not there's a wound in me from a long time ago, or maybe from even distant lifetimes. It, I was horrified. Right. You were I, horrified. I don't wait. You were horrified that this came from you or no, that I was horrified. I thought I must've made this stuff up so that I can make right. the class so I can make myself look like I'm the best in class. Right. Right. And so I put it aside for a couple of years. In fact, if you spoke to me about it, I would have been angry, which right. is energy. If you're angry about something, you probably actually want to dive into it. Then I, I uh, got the opportunity to do it again one more time. Same results, same messages. Speak on a mountaintop of four millions of people. And then I had a past life regression session. My mom just did one yesterday. Oh, so cool. Yeah, she loved it. She was a little Dutch girl, but go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and and here I am like Moses on a mountaintop speaking before thousands or millions of people. It's amazing. And I go, okay, I give up. I will try this. And and I, I started making this process and, and playing with it and refining it and changing it and kind of a lazy man. It just kind of morphed. And by the time we got punted off of Maui, uh, because my wife was sick, uh, mold toxicity poisoning, I had my accidents, income was gone. 
um, I was now ready to dive into automatic writing. And we got to New Jersey East and Coast, started baby. diving into it. And there's an energy there. There's an energy everywhere. And that is an energy just outside New York City of get her done. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got into the energy of get her done and diving into automatic writing. They're like, you get to start a show. Here's what your show is going to look like. Here's how you get your coaching business back online. Here's how in many ways you get Jessica healthy. Here's what your next step is. Here's what your next step is. And all of a sudden, everything took off. So automatic writing told you about Inspire Nation? Heck yeah. Oh my God. Really? This has all come out of automatic writing. Oh my, I they, thought they it would say came out of automatic writing and talking with the crickets, which is the same thing. I was living on the side of a highway. And so I would walk. I didn't have money to register a car, which is in the driveway. So I couldn't get to nature. All I could do is walk along the highway, but there was trees on one side. And I would talk with the crickets, which was talking to automatic writing. Right. How old were you when this, when, when the last years ago? No, uh, actually five years, 10 months. So, so what, so you, what, you were 20 years old or something? Oh, I mean, oh. You, literally <laughs> you literally de-age every time I see you. Oh, I well, mean well, that. Thank you. So, so <laughs> I know you're 50, right? Quite the compliment. I'm 50. So is that 40, 44? So sure. what, so uh, 43 to zero, like what was your life like? What, like, what were you doing for a living? What was, you know, so, what was going on? At that point, um, we were the best-selling authors of Barefoot Running. We had written Barefoot Walking, which had actually tanked, okay. which, Eric, I need to get you doing some. And even if you're saying my feet aren't ready for that, I need to actually get you out of your shoes so big time, even or especially with the cold ground, even starting with 10 seconds, almost uh -huh. like a contrast bath to get the circulation. Eric, tell them tell what's going on. Tell yeah, them what no, happened. A year ago, um, I started getting kind of these red blemishes on my toes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, it was during COVID, couldn't really go to a doctor. Everybody was scared shitless in New York. So I kind of just, you know, I did telemedicine and I, they put me on some steroids. They put me on antifungal medication and during the summer it got a little bit better i would assume that's because i was just in flip-flop swimming in the pool just kind of chilling out um then january came and it got worse and um now i find when i'm sitting down this is why i'm sitting so far away is because i actually have my legs up now but when i'm sitting down with my legs bent um my legs start to turn my feet start to turn blue um and uh, apparently said popliteal, I, I went to a vascular doctor and they said it could be popliteal entrapment syndrome, which is basically my calf muscle is blocking, um, which I'm sure you know this because of the barefoot running, but it's, it's blocking circulation down to my toes. And um, I don't have big calves. I mean, the only thing that I do physically is, um, is I'll, I'll play golf, I'll lift some weights. Um, so it's, it really is peculiar as to what is going on. Um, what are you holding on to too tightly? It happened when our business was destroyed. Mm -hmm. I know so that. There is a visual that I get of you grabbing with your toes and just trying to hold on for dear life and everything tightening up and not being able to get blood flow. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm not a medical medium or channel or anything. Right. Uh, uh, as far as um, I'm still growing into this, uh, <laughs> a, a medical, yeah, I guess I'm not a medical medium. Right. Sure. So, so what I give you is completely non-advice. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But With any, that yeah. said, if it were me, we'll take it from there. Sure. Here's what I would do. First off, you may already be doing this. I'd be doing celery juice each and every morning. 
because I'd be wondering if there are heavy metals that are building up down there. And so that's one piece that I would do is, is a detox protocol from the medical medium on celery juice each and every morning. But more, more evenly importantly, I need to get your feet working again where they have to work. The body is funny. And, and what happens with the body is not only does it have a use it or lose it approach, but um, systems that lay dormant, vestigial systems will come back online when they are needed. Mm -hmm. Blood flow isn't needed, as strange as it sounds, to your feet right now because your feet aren't really supporting you. So we've got a support issue going on of feeling supported. Once you start standing on your two feet again, you feel more supported, you feel more grounded, more centered. But more importantly, as you do that, the feet go or the body goes, I need to get blood flow to the feet. Mm -hmm. And so we start with very little tiny increments. It can be as little as 10 seconds barefoot in the cold, come back inside. 20 seconds, two days later, come back inside. I don't care that it's cold. I'll actually say it's good that it's cold because if your tootsies get cold, then the body is going to have to actually learn how to get more blood flow to them. As soon as there's more bare ground to play with, I need to get you on uneven surfaces barefoot Mm -hmm. so that we can start to move the feet in different angles. You can think of it as... um, uh, not acupressure, not acupuncture, um, but where they go with the feet, I'm positive, sorry that I'm not coming up with the term right now, um, where they'll go with the feet and put pressure in different places on it, which actually, here's a cool thing. Re- reflexology. Thank you. Reflexology. Every part of your feet is, attra- is uh, connected to every other system of the body. Mm-hmm. Which sure. also means that we're writing all the, you're writing this down. Down I'm writing stuff down. So what happens with your feet is actually happening in the rest of your body. So it's very important that we address the feet. But if we get you on uneven surfaces walking, it's mm-hmm. going to force the muscles to relax, to let go. Right. At the same time, this is this is yoga at its finest: tension and relaxation. Your feet are going to have to relax over small rocks and stuff, which doesn't feel like fun. At the same time, they're going to grow strong. Wow. That's where I would begin. An automatic writing of Eric and I start this, which I'm going to. I, I got the book last week and I, I plowed through it before our interview and it was incredible. I recommend everyone, everyone should be reading this because the answers are out there, right? The answers, the answers and, are within you. The answers are within you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get answers to anything with this. Absolutely. But, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so, oh, go ahead. Continue, continue. It will, it gives to me, it gives you your PPD. I call that your purpose, path, and direction in life because that's the the primary thing is people feel lost and stuck, particularly 2021. I feel completely lost and stuck. Where do I go from here? In your case, it's where do I go with my health, but it could be where do I go in any sense. You will get your PPD with that set. Yesterday, it was funny. Uh, I went out for my first bike ride with a camera on me because I was going to go on this epic ride, which turned out to be even more epic than I expected. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6,000 feet of climbing from Joshua Tree up to the to Big Bear and back. It was really, really cool. I shut off my camera at one moment to save the battery, said, we'll put it on when we get to the epic stuff. And immediately after shutting it off, a coyote crossed my path. Why did coyote cross my path? Well, if we look at signs, symbols, and synchronicities, the three S's, coyote is a trickster, has trickster energy. It's right. universe going na 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 na. But on top of that, what does trickster energy mean when it comes to channeling the angels? It means we're here to do the work. 
they will give us and repeating numbers that keep coming to me is four, five, six, four, five, six. What does four, five, six mean? It means the angels are surrounding you. The angels are there by your side every moment. Take small steps forward. Continuously take small steps forward. The angels will give you enough to take the next step, to take the step after that, maybe even a step after that. They will not generally tell you what your whole life is going to be, or else you can go sit on the couch and grab some bonbons. Right. Right. Have you been doing the 72 angels? Because you you put feel, you yes. put hints in there saying every Thursday to the to the Sunday after that. I am doing the 72 angels of magic that you recommended. How, and has, it changed, how have, has it changed your life? How has it changed your life? So 72 angels of magic, which is a process that each morning from Thursday through Sunday, in fact, I went to do it this morning and Jessica's like, oh, you're in your three-day break. I'm like, oh, interesting. Um, you pick a particular angel that has a, uh, we'll say an angel that is a, a, a cause, whatever it is. So most recently uh, we went to, uh, I think it's Hariel um, to help bring more peace in the home because Ruru um, speaks at 140 decibels. And <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking for more peace in the home. And so for 11 days straight, you're praying to the angels. You're going through a specific, a specific uh, ritual to call on an angel to help bring more peace into the home. And it works. So we've been, um, since that time, we've had Hollywood producers approach us for our TV show, for even more stuff. Um, all of these synchronicities that you just don't, you couldn't have pulled the springs, strings and made these happen, come right. out of doing this work. Right. Right. Do you have agents? Do you have representation? Do you have people that are guiding your career? Right now, what we I don't have an agent yet. What I do have is our first um, contract. I guess many people have like dozens of these things, agreement in principle, working with three different production companies coming together with us to make a TV show. And so about, it, about what? About about your that, life about that that eric is actually where the challenge is they'll want to make whatever excites us most mm -hmm. and i have been stepping back going what does this look like what does this feel like and talking in automatic writing and i believe i'm actually a few weeks too early to have the bandwidth to fully understand and step back to know what it is i mm -hmm. want to know today so one of the ideas was us as traveling around and doing ceremony all around the world it could be that another is us in our RV traveling around and either doing ceremony here or meeting with the most amazing people here. It could be that. Don't know, feeling into that. But that came out of the 72 Angels of Magic work. And I know you guys have been working on your own amazing. Hollywood magic. Yeah, I mean, so I don't I don't know if the last time we spoke, but the contracts were signed and my book, Monsterland, mm -hmm. shameless plug, is being turned into a feature film screenplay right now we have one month left by an by an award-winning screenwriter this isn't some guy off the street um and it's being turned into a screenplay and the goal is that my manager said he's going to get this thing packaged and sold to a studio awesome now every medium that i go to and i and i i love me we've, we've been going to a lot lately too Ju julie ryan i got yeah. through you she, yeah. she she was that was unbelievable she's like i i cross people over i mean she was unbelievable went to her site booked their session with her um every i have week, another great one to get to get you in touch with I, i'm interested i'm interested i and like even it's just like even bring people on the, the show because that's really what it's for megan would, sisk megan sisk megan, actually two more megan sisk Eric real deal of real deals um m-e-g-a-n-s-i-s-k and I'm trying to see if I can recall what her site is. If I can't recall it at this moment, soul, hold on here. 
it's really funny. Every medium I've been to, they don't know who the hell I am. They don't, I give them fake names. I give them fake everything. Every medium says there's this Hollywood thing happening with me and it's going to be huge. And now that I have this in my arsenal, now that I have automatic writing, because I, I just had a reading with John Edward three nights ago. On Thursday night, I had a reading with John Edward, so about four nights ago. And he was like, he's like, are you changing careers? And I'm like, I hope so. He's like, no, you're going to Hollywood. He's like, you're going to LA. You're going to be in Hollywood. You're uprooting your, but like a dozen mediums told me the same exact thing. Yep. And, and I need something. I need an arsenal to get, I need, when I'm there, when I'm, when Monsterland's being turned into a big budget feature film, I need to, I need to be grounded. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be helping me, helping guide me. Cause right now I'm relying on I mean, our mother automatic writing, automatic writing makes perfect sense, especially for you and for me, but more so for Michael, because Michael writes Um, like Michael, Michael, Michael can sit down and write. I'm not necessarily like that. I like, I like producing videos and and doing all that type of stuff. Well, here's the cool thing. When you dive in, Eric, you don't have to write. You don't have to want to write. You don't have to be a good writer. You just sit back and let the listen. pen do this stuff you're not even listening really? it's it's automatic that's the whole point really? you do not have to write so you sit down at your keyboard right T- take yeah. us through take us through a stand like a newbie like a newbie session eric you know i've done i've written hundreds of thousands of pages of work yeah. take eric through sitting down at a computer the kids are asleep or the kids are you know in school or whatever the roosters asleep the roosters are asleep <laughs> the wife is you know cleaning the bathroom or whatever and and eric is sitting down to automatic writing what does eric have to do to connect with the spirit so what eric would do is eric would sit down uh, a nice you know dim the environment nice and dim you can see your your either your keyboard or you can see preferably do it on paper first so you've got a pen in hand, but actually before you do that, you would do about 10 minutes of breath work of just focusing and following on the breath. And we have specific techniques in the book, but super simple. You don't have to be able to meditate at all. And then you would put on headphones, put on some theta brain entrainment music, some binaural brain entrainment music that helps get your brain linked up to the theta brainwave state which is the state of heightened creativity and connectedness. It's a state of oneness. It's not the state of I, me, my. Then you put pen to paper, you write out an intention prayer, which basically encapsulates you in a vessel of love and light that that gets you ready to write. Basically, we're stepping down into uh, uh, Wonderland for Alice here. And then you're going to write out an invocation prayer, calling in your angels, calling in your guides, and then you're going to say, what do I need to know today? And watch out. Now, in wow. the beginning, you may just get tiny little snippets. You might be writing, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. You are loved. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. It's okay. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to... tiny little snippets come in. Mm-hmm. Or you might be getting profound downloads. 10% of people from day number one, they'll get um, poetry, prose, and lyrics. Incredible stuff on day number one. I still don't get poetry and prose and lyrics, but they'll get it on day number one. 10% of people get just amazing downloads. Most people, about 60%, get those little snippets. You are loved. Everything's okay. Everything's all right. And you start to feel better Mm -hmm. because automatic writing is being played on an energetic game. Even if you don't get the words your vibration starts to go up and up and up. And that last 20%, for the first few weeks, they don't get anything. 
but it's like this heavy cloak, like going to the dentist and wearing a lead vest is lifted off of you. You feel lighter, you feel more buoyant. The whole world has a different tenor and texture to you. And then the words begin to flow, but you're radically different. I've had people come, come to me clinically depressed or in our classes, clinically depressed. And they're feeling much better or they're stressed, they're worried, or they have PTSD. And it all lifts off of them because each day they're vibrating a little lighter and a little lighter and a little lighter. And then the words pop and start to flow. So you'll go in there and you'll write out just three questions, uh, starting with what do I need to know? And you just write out these questions, let the angel speak to you, start to develop this connection. And then over time, you can start to have a conversation of anything you want. You know what this reminds me of? We interviewed Eben Alexander. Uh, yes. Dr. Eben, Dr. Eben yeah, Alexander. Yeah, we've had him on a few times. A and, proof of heaven, among yeah, other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he, he, he blew my mind. It was, it was like a life before that and life after that situation mm -hmm. where he's like, your thoughts and your memories are not stored in your brain. They're yeah. stored in the Akashic records, in your soul or whatever. So, you know, everyone is, is so used to using their brain to think. But if you actually go and use your brain as a conduit to to reach everywhere else, that's what automatic writing is doing. That's it's what just mediums an are doing. I, I'm gonna yeah, your brain, yeah, your brain an is antenna. an antenna. It's an antenna. I'm answering that for Michael because I knew that. <laughs> no, I, I never really have a question with that. It's it's just more of a statement to create more conversation as to all the all of it just keeps adding up. Whether it's automatic writing, whether it's mediumship, whether it's you know, sometimes I'm, I'm sitting and I'm thinking and I'm like, okay, I need to come up with a TikTok today. I need to come up with 30 seconds of something. And then, and then it just, it, it pops up, it's there. And I, and I never had a thought before that. And I don't plan, I don't make five TikToks at once. I make one TikTok at once and it, and it happens five minutes before I make it. And um, where does that come from? Well, that's the thing. And that's what automatic writing is, as far as I know, the first process that really takes you step by step and tells you how you do this. But, but truth be told, every great idea comes from someplace else. By definition, it doesn't come from the natural mind. It doesn't come from the objective mind of, okay, for TikTok, what I will do is I will say this. And if I say this, then it would be good if I said that. No, it's going, I don't know what to write. Duh! Yep. Here's what my TikTok thing is. Yep. It comes out of the ethos and this becomes the receiver. Yes. Yep. Yes. There was a book by Stephen Pressman called Do the Work. And I was reading that when I was writing and when I was like really, really into pushing out the novels. And he said, he goes, I'm going to get all spiritual because it wasn't a spiritual book. It was a book about writing and about doing, doing the work. And he said, you collect these words from this, from the ether. He's like, these words that are, you're putting down this book Monsterland I wrote is already written. It's already somewhere out there and it's already written. And you're just grabbing the words in the story and you're putting, you're creating it. And I'm reading this other book. It was on Kindle. Um, I, this book is about 10 years old and I was always competing with this book. Uh, just as the universe was competing with it. Um, let me, it's called the world of archangels by Sufan Chora. Have you, have you read that? No, it's called uh, plug to this. Uh, there it is. Oh no, it's, this is where I'm going. all freaking fooey here. The world of archangels. Oh, it's not doing it. All right, whatever. It's the world of archangels by this guy. And he said that like, he talks about the dimensions and he likens it to a room, an infinite room. And there's a nothingness in this room. This is the 12th dimension. Yeah. And he likens it. There's nothing there. And he says, whatever we think, whatever God thinks, whatever the angels think, whatever, it's all coming from this room. 
It's all being manifested in this room and being brought down to our third dimension that we're in the, we're the like there's one, two, three. It's like plants, rocks, then us, yeah. right? It's like plants, animals, then us. And then there's heaven, which is 4D. But there's 12 dimensions. Go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah. What, what's most mind-blowing to me that people don't realize is uh, where are your thoughts coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this yeah, is – I. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Eric. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I call it a cosmic setup. <laughs> None of the thoughts of our mind are coming from us. It's all a setup. Every mistake that you did, I put that in quotes, was actually a setup for you to learn, for you to grow. Every temptation that you took was a setup for you to learn, for you to grow. It's all here for you. And the ideas aren't coming from you. When you can fully grasp that, you live at a higher level, you play a different game and you stop fighting against yourself, which helps you to bring about your greatness. Yes. Steve Jobs says you can't connect the dots moving forward. You You can only connect the dots moving back. I would have never known about praying to angels if my father, unfortunately, didn't pass away. But he went to the other side and he said, in a reading with a hotel medium, he's like, I'm in with the archangels right now and I'll get back to you on what's going on. Legit. And then a few months later, he got back to me and said, you got to start buying magic books. That's proof that, that we don't hold our own thoughts and memories in our brain. Exactly. Because our father has passed on and we've gone to dozens and dozens of different mediums and different experiences and he knows us and he knows of the past and he knows of all these things and his body's in the ground. His right. brain is probably disintegrated by now. Right. And and he's he knows his grandchildren. Right. He knows he's he calling knows, out he their knows, name. He knows what's going on at work. He told us he's like, you have to watch out. Make sure you check overtime. He's he's, he's practically involved with what we're doing. I love it. The first thing he said when he passed, we went to George Anderson, the medium, 30 days after he was gone. And he says, nothing has changed. He says, my body isn't there. I'm not there physically, but nothing has changed, which was just like, and, and then it just started unraveling. It just, it started to make more sense. You you have the keys to the universe, Michael. That should be your next book title. The keys to the universe. You've interviewed the greatest thinkers of all time. Neil Donald Walsh did this, right? When he did conversations with God. Is he that- did, but he would say, because I've actually asked him about it. I'm I writing love that it down. Man. The keys I love to the universe. Yeah. Um, he key- would say that it was not automatic writing that he was getting dictation, that he was getting the words of God. I think it's semantics, but I don't want to pick on him. He feels it's different. Uh-huh. But to me, in a sense, that is. That's more of a clear audience, uh, audio version right. of it. Right, But that is what it is. And and, and that is when I when I used to tell people what is automatic writing, I said, have you read Neil, Neil Donner's Donald Walsh's conversations with God. Right. That's what you're doing right. in automatic writing. And I can actually teach you how to have conversations with God. Right. You, that I mean, really, like you're not, you have interviewed the greatest minds in, in I'm calling it our industry. Okay. Like we, in, in our spiritual industry that we're in, that you're in, that you, you're the face of this, of, of the spirit industry. You got to write a book because this was, this was great. This was amazing. Inspiring. You have to, you have to say the lessons of what you learned from the greatest thinkers from Bruce Lipton, from Eben Alexander, from me. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm appreciative of your saying this because we are working to create more space and I get to create radically more space because the amount of material flowing through me right now is stunning. It's dumbfounding and a little bit exhausting, not in a work kind of point of view, yeah. but so much wants to come through me. And if I don't give it the space, it actually hurts a little bit. I don't know any other way to put it. It's mm -hmm. like this giant tsunami from the universe is wanting right. to speak through me now and is saying, make the space, Michael, make more space and make even more space. hundred percent. I know we have a hard stop in a few minutes. Michael, where can people find you? I, we, I could do this for another three hours with you. <laughs> where can people find you? Plug the book away and talk about Inspire Nation. So, so uh, we'll go with three places. First off, go to automaticwriting.com. That is the number one place to get automatic writing. We'll do it together. Both the book um uh the book which will show you how to do this and get you ramped up quickly also to do the video-based program where we can have you going in a day um and and we have live classes once a month so i don't know when this airs but this coming thursday we'll have our next live class where people can learn automatic writing 101 in an hour they'll be automatic writing it's this really really cool the, the first thursday in may perfect so this will be a few weeks after that will be their next opportunity to have a live class with me on automatic writing. You can find out about that at automaticwriting.com as well. If you get the book at automaticwriting.com, you get all sorts of bonuses. If you get the book on Amazon and you bring that, that uh, uh, receipt number back to automaticwriting.com, you get a ton of bonuses as well. Um, we wanna help you in every way you can. This is a book where I recommend people get three copies there, three copies of this. Get one for yourself get and certainly learn automatic writing, get a second for a loved one so that you can give them this gift so that they can learn as well. And the more we give things away, the more it comes back. Also, if the loved one lives with you, it keeps them from stealing your copy of the book and get because you're, you're going to, you're going to dog ear this thing. You're going to be highlighting it. It's up. already there. It's already so, there. 100%. Perfect. And then get a third copy for someone desperately in need, someone who's, who's, who's dark, who's struggling, who's in the trenches, who's really, really, in a dark, depressed state or really freaked out, give them a copy because it's an attunement. There's a frequency. Just reading it, there's a frequency to it and you feel better. Diving into automatic writing, even if you're getting nothing in the beginning and everybody gets something within the first few weeks, just diving into it, you'll feel so much better. And, and my mission, I'm sure it's yours is too, is to raise people's vibration, elevate consciousness, shift humanity. Mm -hmm. And as you dive into automatic writing, you get lighter. You become contagious with that lightness. You start to change other people around you based on your beingness. You change them, they change, they change the next change. And on top of that, if that's not enough to change the world, your decisions change. You go into a place of weeness, a place of kindness, a place of compassion, a place of non-competitiveness. It doesn't mean you don't want to be the best. You might want to really be the best. And this gives you the blueprint how to do it. But the whole world changes as you're plugged in, fully plugged in and connected with spirit. You know, Michael, unbelievable. You make me feel better. And <laughs> not that many and not not I'm not saying that I feel bad because I don't. I'm not a depressed person. I'm not uh I have my moments, of course, of getting pissed off over shit. Yeah. But you know, mostly, you know, I'm not I'm not an angry person, I'm not a mad person, I'm not a depressed person, but you lift me up and i feel uh, this is my only second time ever meeting you but i feel like i know you more um and uh you you're really a special person yeah. and um 
yeah, I give you hugs. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're 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 a special guy, and and you're doing everybody a service to just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Eric. Well, no, it, thank it you. Is, I'm so happy you wrote me that email when <laughs> saying I want to introduce. Well, I'm starting this new podcast, and it wasn't even a question. Meeting you has been by far one of the biggest blessings you're, in our life. Infectious. I cannot, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think about it more than I should. I can't wait to give you a big hug in person. I, I, I mean that. To it. How tall are you? Well, I don't, uh, if you don't mind I, me asking. Five ten. You're five ten. All right, so we're about. To, I'm I'm five eleven and some change. Perfect. But six foot. <laughs> Eric six foot and a half. But yeah, no, uh, Michael, this was just fascinating. Congratulations on the book. I hope it stays at number one for the next hundred and ten weeks. Thank and, you. The last note that I'll make is, yeah. if people want to take our class, our mastermind with Napoleon Hill, with Neville Goddard, with Florence Scoville Shin. Every Wednesday night, four Wednesdays a month, they can go to, it's the Manifestation Mastery Circle. Simply go to inspirenationuniversity.com. Inspirenationuniversity.com. You'll find the link for a Manifestation Mastery Circle. And it's it's like the first month, if I can mention prices on here, go $7. For it. $7 the first month, 28 to continue. Stop anytime. $7. And 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 you're, you're talking with the masters. It is so life-changing. It's worth people. it. It's worth it. And then, of course, go to youtube.com backslash Inspire Nation show and check out. We've got on YouTube alone over a thousand shows. Everything combined is over 2,000 shows at this point. It's crazy the content we're creating. And and you'll have a blast. Like, come join us for a Sunday night YouTube live live event where we'll get a, a thousand plus people coming together and doing this and doing a group meditation. If you haven't done a group meditation with a thousand plus people at the same time, come join us on a Sunday night. It uh, feels cool. I know we should be ending this. Have you done TM? Are you into TM? Uh, I've done a little bit with TM, not too, too much, but a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That'll I, be, that's part three, Michael. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're coming back on. Michael. Be part three. <laughs> We're going to sign off now. Don't go anywhere. Hang out one second. Everybody, Everybody. like, Everybody. subscribe, leave comments and go buy all please and change your life and go to inspire nation and go check out michael's uh classes we you appreciate everybody tuning in please uh like share and uh subscribe to our channel describe to inspire nation and uh we'll see everybody later Bye-bye. bye everyone Woo-hoo.